welcome aboard the Battleship Pretension. I'm David Bax. Tyler Smith is on assignment. So we are going to get to our our guest and our um, our uh, our topic very quickly. But first, I want to just right off the bat tell you about TweakedAudio.com earbuds. TweakedAudio.com is where you go for professional quality earbuds in a variety of stylish styles and colorful colors. They look great. They sound great. Tyler and I use them each and every day of our lives. Um, today I usually call this up beforehand and I didn't think to do that today. I re-listened to the album I recommended last week, Forever Glade by Worm. Um, today I would say I listened to an album. I listened to a black metal album from last year by a band called Grima, G-R-I-M-A, maybe Grima. I'm not sure. And, well, uh, it's, sorry, I'm. No, I'm not introduced. If that's okay. It's Grima, it, I assume it's a Lord of the Rings reference. Grima Wormtongue. Oh, okay. Character. I didn't know that. Well, maybe you can tell me the album on their band camp is uh-huh. called Rotten Garden. And it has a song on it called Rotten Garden. The uh-huh. same album on Spotify, boo, Spotify, whatever, um, is called Rotting Garden. And mm. it has a song on it called Rotting Garden. It's the same. It's the same. They just like <laughs> it's named differently on their Bandcamp than it is on their Spotify. I'm not sure how that happened. I do. You really want to know? <laughs> yeah, tell me how that happened. I believe there's these audio distributors. Uh, there's a there's a couple very big ones. I only know this because I have a an unsuccessful band. Um. Yeah, you just said you definitely have time to. What's your band's name? Spectre Exits. Spectre Exits. Yeah. But yeah, so you use these services and um, you provide all the information and then they'll send it out to iTunes, Spotify, Tidal, Amazon, Mm -hmm. whatever you want. You can opt in or out from any service you want. Bandcamp, I don't think is included. So it's probably just a matter of a separate upload so whoever did the bandcamp upload uh change the title or vice versa or vice versa yeah well in any case it's uh, a really good album uh grima or what did you say grima grima no, grima grima and it's either called rotten garden or rotting you know garden. you don't uh, played by the great uh 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 brad dorif brad dorif yes yeah that's right no it's been a long time since i've seen uh, Lord of the Rings. Last time I watched it was when Tyler and I did our marathon commentary session uh, for all three theatrical cuts of the Lord of the Rings. Wow, I was uh, about to ask if you did the extended. <laughs> uh, no, it was already going to be like a you know a very long day. Um, yeah, but uh, you can find those commentaries at battleshipretention.com or you if you're if you subscribe at a certain level at uh, Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/battleshipretention, you'll you'll get them. So. Um, Anyway, so the that Grima album sounded great on my tweakedaudio.com earbuds that are available at a low, low price at tweakedaudio.com. But if you use the offer code pretension at checkout, you get one third off that low, low price and no shipping charges. So please go to tweakedaudio.com and use the offer code pretension. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. 
Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Okay, we're back. And if you hadn't guessed uh, from from his voice, uh, uh, from having been on the podcast before, our guest, uh, once again, um, my old uh, co-host of previously on a show about uh, a podcast about television, Sean Ingram. Hello, Sean. Welcome back to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, Music is back. Music is back. Music is back. Because we're talking about music today. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, but also what... in the larger picture, let's just get into it. If okay. you don't mind. Yeah. Didn't you feel, well, I don't want to speak for you, but didn't you feel that uh, the needle drops or the pop music soundtracks were, I don't know, improved or, well, I don't know. I don't think I'm keeping an eye more of an ear out for them because that's always it's part of how I watch movies. But I just felt like this year there was more to choose from when it came time to make this list, and you invited me back on the show. Yeah, yeah. This is what we're doing as part of our uh, uh, long lead up to our uh, me and Tyler doing our top ten movies of. 2021 and just recapping the year we are uh, this is the second year in a row we've done best needle drops of the previous year so best needle drops in movies from 2021 and uh yeah you'd be a better authority than i would on that because this was the first year that i have kept a running list all year um and yeah i did there like so we did um I'm assuming we're uh we you know you and i didn't actually hammer this out i'm assuming we're doing the same format as last year five each Sure. Um, and I'm planning on going in alphabetical order based on movie title. Uh, but that's not, uh, what we have to do. It's just what I'm doing. Uh, and I would say as the year went on, there are, there are songs in the entire, entire movies that I was like, well, this is going to be on the list when we talk about the needle drops and now it's not, not like it's, right. it's either an honorable mentions or what it is, is if you get to one before I do, then I will swap in <laughs> something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was, I was about to say, I'm, I have a long list. I, I know my top picks, but I might, I might slide some in or out depending on, on what you pick. As well. uh, yeah. And we'll, and we'll definitely make room for some honorable mentions at the end. Um, so uh, yeah, this was a, this was a good year. Um I would say, oh, major teaser because I can't say it on the podcast I, uh, at all. But I have seen a 2022 movie that already has uh, oh. some great contenders for for needle drops, um, but it's uh, not something I can talk about yet. Um, but uh, yeah, that's me bragging that I get to see movies before people. Sometimes do you do that a lot? Uh, not as often as I used to. Yeah, it used to be like a running thing on the BP Movie Journal. Oh, where yeah. I would like mention yeah. like, well, I saw something else, but I'm under embargo. It was like a running thing that I would always do. I don't, I don't do that as often anymore. So um, you take the, those, the movie journals are main feed, right? Yeah. Yeah. If you the were TV on a Patre- journals or Patreon, if you were on a Patreon episode, would you talk about it or would you, do you take that embargo that serious? I would take that embargo. That's that, that, that seriously yeah. just cause uh, I mean, this is a sad truth. Like, They'll cut you off. Yeah. And also it's like a dick move to do to other people who are. Oh yeah. Like also embargoed. Yeah. Cause it actually like weirdly just happened today and like no one knows whom to blame. Um, but the, 
review embargo for the Channing Tatum co-directed film Dog, which oh. comes out this week, or I guess by the time you're hearing this, has just come out the, a couple of days ago. Uh, I don't know if someone bro- broke the embargo and everyone just followed suit, or if there like other people are saying like, no, the publicists weren't clear on what the embargo was, but it was like kind of a big thing on like film critic Twitter today of like um, reviews going up like 12 hours before other like reviewers thought they were allowed. And uh, yeah, but, but it is, so it's a, uh, it's an ongoing thing. This, this, this embargo thing. Um, but uh, what's not embargoed is my opinion on these movies that we're going to talk about. <laughs> so I will uh, kick things off, I think, or would you rather you're the guest? I guess I should give you like the no, you, you coin go toss. Ahead. You okay. Go ahead. Uh, I'm going to I teased on when Scott, uh, Scott and I did his, um, his best movies of 2021 podcast. He mentioned multiple needle drops from last night in Soho. And there are so many in that movie that he didn't even mention the one or maybe two, um, that I want to mention in here. So I'm going to start with one. This actually kind of reminds me like Sean, I remember last year on the podcast, you picked a scene from the nest that was actually like a dance club scene or a nightclub mm-hmm. scene. That was actually two songs. Right. Uh, yeah, you were yeah. counting it as one. So I'm going to count, uh, that in, uh, in last night in, in, in Soho, uh, there's kind of a clever, um, uh, use of two songs when, when they go to the Halloween party, um, it starts off with the song there's a ghost in my house by R. Dean Taylor. Yep. And that's when they're having a good time. And then when things start to get scary at the Halloween dance, it switches to a great song, happy house by Susie and the Banshees. So it's kind of funny that yeah. ghost in my house is the happy one. <laughs> right. And then happy house is the scary one. Yeah. But I, I, I uh, it was a great, uh, like, you know, like that, that movie's, uh, full of great needle drops. Um, and that was a, a, a clever use of two songs that both have house in the title and also kind of like, um, I, I don't know, is it maybe I'm overthinking this, but like kind of a reclamation of happy house because like it was sampled in the weekend's glass tables like 10 years ago. And then he did glass tables with the happy house sample at the super bowl last right. year. Right. And maybe think- like, yeah. I wonder if there's a part of like Edgar Wright being like, I want to remind people what that sample is from. <laughs> right. That's very possible. Sure. Yeah. Um, before we move on, do you have any from last night in Soho? Cause I had an honorable mention from that, but I don't want to step on it. If it's yours. No, go for it. I mean, okay. I definitely looked at it, but, uh, so the, the other one that I wanted, wanted to mention more, it, it's a good use of a, of a decent song, but more, I think a, a, a better case for like rescuing a, a song. He uses the original version of got my mindset on you yeah. by, by James Ray. Um, and it's the, like the second night that uh, I'm so bad at character names. Is it Ellie who like, she's eager yeah. to like fall asleep. Cause she knows she's going to like wake up in the sixties. Right, so right. she's like, I got my mind. She's like excited about it. But like, uh, it's a decent, like the original got my mindset on you is a pretty decent song, but uh, I like that. It's that version because it, rescues the song from the reputation of George Harrison's yeah. got my mindset on you, which might like to me, that song challenges simply having a wonderful Christmas time for worst thing made by an ex Beatle. <laughs> <laughs> That's how much I hate George Harrison's version of got my mindset on you. Uh, yeah, so I liked hearing right. the James, the James Ray version. Um, so yeah, uh, unless you had anything else to say about George Harrison and got my mindset on you. Uh, we can move on no. to you. No. Um, 
Well, uh, I guess I'll go alphabetically as well. Yeah, why not? Um, I know this is going to be on your list. I mean. Okay. So <clears throat> licorice pizza. I did not include. It's in my honorable mentions. There's really? th- that, that's how many great like. Okay. Uses of songs are this year. I, I have two choices from licorice pizza. I wonder um, if they're the same too. Um, let me go. I'll, I'll just, I'll just go with the heavy hitter, the big one. Uh, and that's speaking of the Beatles, Paul McCartney's let me roll it at Paul McCartney and wings. I should say. Um, yeah, that's the, I know you don't do spoilers, but that's right after the Sean Penn sequence okay. yeah. of the movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, that's not a big, yeah, no, yeah, no, big, big yeah, yeah, no details. Okay. But yeah, and then, well, what's your, what, what are, what's your? Uh, I have an honorable mention too, but well, I had so I had two. My my heavy hitter was "But in Your Mind" by Sonny and Cher, which is uh, used. Um, there's a lot of running in Liquor Pizza. A lot of people have yes. pointed that out. A lot of songs. The a first time in the trailer, yeah, yeah. Even. The first time the two characters, Alana and Gary, are running together when they're like they're running away from the police station right. where Gary was like detained. Yeah. And the, that's the Sonny and Cher one that kicks it. So that's kind of the big obvious one for me. The yeah, more one. Um, the one that like really just made my ears perk up because it's a song that I love is uh, Seven Rooms of Doom by the Four Tops, which is uh, when the waterbed business is kind of going out of business and they're packing up the waterbed store. It's uh, right. Uh, yeah. Seven. Wait, did I say uh, Seven Rooms of Gloom? Is what I meant to say. I realizing that I I wrote it down as Seven Rooms of Doom, but it, the song is called Seven Rooms of Gloom, right? Maybe he uh, says them both in the song, and I can't remember now. Um, but uh, anyway, those are my two. What else did you have from Liquor's Pizza? Uh, I had a song from a band I don't even like, but uh, there's a montage to the Doors' Peace Frog. That's wow. kind of great. Okay. Yeah. I don't, I need to see licorice pizza again. There were so yeah, many. I only saw I, it once too, but yeah. um, so far, but yeah. Um, uh, weirdly, the guy has an ear. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I guess maybe I'm going to find ways to like work honorable mentions in as they come up in relation to other things. Cause there was another, another four tops, um, a more obvious one. My favorite four tops song is Bernadette. And in uh, Don't Look Up, while they're like making the uh, uh, that fu- yeah I know it's not a very good movie, but like while they're making the final like dinner that they all dinner, have together, yeah, while they're cooking, while Rob Morgan comes in, they're listening to the Four Tops, and and uh, it's, it's a nice nice moment. It's a, the Bernadette is one of my favorite songs of all time. See, uh, yeah, I'm more of um the movie displeased me so much that. I don't know. I felt it didn't deserve the song and it made me angry. Yeah. Well, there's, I don't know how you, when you were like, I have vague and only in my mind rules for this list in terms of like, oh, yeah, I got rules. How, yeah. Like how much can a song be called attention to, to count? Yeah. Because there's also the whole scene and don't look up where there was into till then by the Mills brothers, which mm-hmm. I like when I was in like high school had on like a CD of, like golden oldies or, or whatever. And so I knew that song and there's a, but like they're listening to it in the car and Leonardo DiCaprio has a whole monologue about the backstory of this song till then. Mm-hmm. And to me that disqualified it from being a needle drop. Cause it was yeah, too much. So yeah. 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 
Good call. Uh, all right. So, um, anything else from the Curse Pizza? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's a ton, <laughs> but uh, we can move on. Oh, okay. Um, well, I'll move on to not, this isn't quite as bad because I don't like the doors either. I'm also not a huge Janis Joplin fan, to be honest. Same. Um, but uh, sometimes I have to just count just how well a song is used. Um, and in Parallel Mothers, Penelope Cruz's character is named Janice. And there's a part where she's talking to the younger, I forget the actress's name, who plays the other mother, the younger mother. And they're looking at a picture of Penelope Cruz's mother who named her Janice. And she's telling the story about being named Janice. And the song Summertime by Janice Joplin is playing. Um, and then, yeah, like this is somewhere where I... I will like uh, tread lightly on spoilers. That scene of them talking while they're looking at this this photograph then transitions into something a little more classically Almodovari, uh, and the song continues over the next section of the scene. It's a great use of the scene and very. Uh, uh, I guess it comes close because they are talking about Janis Joplin, but the song is not. They're not listening to the song. The song is on. It's non diegetic. Right. I was about to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Haven't gone to that one yet. It's it is on my list. I uh, yeah, I went to see it in. Uh, I've only like as Omicron is starting to fade. Yeah, I'm only kind of getting back into the habit of like going to the movies every once in a while, and so I actually went to the theater here in North Hollywood to see uh, to see Parallel Mothers. Worth it. There were only like five people in the whole theater. <laughs> <laughs> nice. uh, all right, what's next for you? Next for me, I think I feel free to cut this silence. Um, <laughs> Hopefully the listeners heard me taking a big gulp of my water <laughs> during the silence. Yeah. Um, should we do a souvenir part two? Another one like Liquor's Pizza that has so many candidates, but didn't actually make my list, but you give me a... this? <laughs> this is shocking. I'm shocked. Okay, well, I, I think this comes to like the question of, are we picking these, like how much are we picking them based on how much we like the songs or how much we like the way the song is used? I think I tend to lean toward the latter. And so like souvenir has a bunch of great songs, but hey, other, I, I other movies like... use their songs. Hey, I, Chose I gave the doors their propers and yeah that's true that's true okay so what did well, yeah, you pick I mean, from yeah, the souvenir it, part two um well yeah that's another movie um with a bunch yeah yeah like much like all our picks so far big last night in Soho Licorice Pizza souvenir part two they're all great music movies so far I think for me it's a very short one but um there's a moment right after she asks her editor played by what's his name joe alwyn is that it uh oh yeah 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 um she asks uh, oh, as, he, as he's known in this podcast it boy joe alwyn <laughs> that, that's okay. a long long time years old running joke on this podcast got it um yeah and then there's the sequence um it's just kind of like um these these uh shots of a garden or nature i think they're from her parents house it's kind of a visual motif to the whole movie 
Um, but the song is Talk Talks. Uh, it's getting late in the evening. Um, and that's uh, it's just like a, it's like a B-side from them. And I think what strikes me, other than being a, a beautiful piece of music, is that, you know, like the entire movie, uh, it's clearly personal. Like, hmm. I don't think, I don't get the impression that a music supervisor came to Joanna Hogg and was like, Hey, check out this talk, talk song. I feel like, or, or, you know, whatever, whatever other songs are in the movie. And there's a bunch of great ones. Um, I feel like uh, almost everything would have to be from her own collection or from her own memory or, you know, personal favorites. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I am. Um, I don't know if this was intentional, if this is your experience or, or, or just my own personal awareness, but I, so I rewatched the souvenir right before I watched the souvenir part two. And I felt like I there were, um, yeah, I felt like the souvenir part, part two had fewer like big songs. Like, Oh yeah. You know what like, I mean? Like, hit, like fewer hits widely known. Yeah. Yeah. The part one has like the pretenders and it has, I'm trying to know what's playing at the party. That's like a song that everyone knows. It's like a, thompson twin song or something i can't remember what it is like the party um, at the end of the movie no no it's like earlier in the movie uh in the first one i'm saying um, oh okay oh it has yeah. it, but like I, I feel like part two had more i don't know I, I was gonna say it had more deep cuts but part one has plenty of deep cuts too which is deep cuts yeah part two just had fewer like blockbuster songs yeah that's um, true. the I one that stood out that. to me um there's a little uh montage in the movie of when they're building like the film sets for her her like thesis film yeah and it's yeah. uh sometimes by erasure yeah that's a good um, one too yeah and i've had i guess i've had erasure kind of on the mind recently recently because they like a whole a whole bunch of 80s like right they're british bad. like right. bands have come back and i would say erasure's music has been erasure's new music has been better than the new music from a lot of these other uh, uh, other bands. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. All right. So, I guess we're on to another one for me. Okay. And I am going to pick the... the. I, I feel like we've... Um, we've been favoring older songs. We've been favoring, like, period pieces. Um, so, I'm going to pick one that's a, a, a more recent song. And this is from uh, the, the French film titan I'm, i've been told sure. by listeners how you pronounce it uh, and the song is lighthouse by future islands and it's um after the uh firemen in the movie have had a particularly rough day and they like blow off some steam in the firehouse and they're uh dancing to the future islands song. yeah just vibing out to future islands yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> that's uh that's a good one. That's a really good one. That was on my honorable mentions list. Oh, I'm glad. Yeah. 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 I feel like, I mean, there's a couple of there's cause there's an, the like end of the day, like firehouse party. There are actually like two of them in the movie. And the other one is more like, it's more like house music or something. I, I didn't, I don't remember what it was uh, in the other one. I didn't even bother looking it up, writing it down, but the, the, the uh, lighthouse, the fire future. Yeah, yeah. One is the uh, one yeah, that stood out. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what's your third one, I guess? Um, you know what? I'm going to do it. <laughs> and I'll say um, Spencer 
the the Mike and the Mechanic song at the very end. I think it's the only. Yeah. Is that is that the only pop song in the movie? Uh, I think there's so. There's a lot yeah. of music, but it's all by Johnny Greenwood. A uh, very good score by Johnny Greenwood. And the, yeah. but then at the at the very end, um, with her and her children, um, they go on a little drive. Yeah, and um, and she orders. I love the. <laughs> I'm sure this is extremely commonplace, but they go to a drive-thru and she goes, uh, chicken times three or no chicken, three times French fries, three yeah. times. Yeah. It's, yeah. And uh, they like, and then they ask for her last name, which like maybe, I don't yeah. know, yeah, yeah. drive throughs in the UK in the eighties. Maybe you had to do that. Uh, yeah, your last know. name for the order. Um, yeah, that was actually on my honorable mentions as well. And I think it's, um, fitting to the, movie that i think this is the only um time you hear pop music because yeah. i think i i feel like all of the all of the music all the johnny greenwood music the movie seems to take place almost entirely like in her head it's this very like uh cerebral oh, yeah, you yeah. know um psychological freakout breakdown type of movie and i feel like that moment at the end when she's free she's away from the royal fam- family she's just got her kids she's got she's driving with the top down, even though it's fucking December and it's probably freezing. That's <laughs> yeah. the first thing I thought. Yeah. Um, uh, that's the first time that the music in the real world matches what's going on in her head because she's yeah. free. She's, she's away. So she can listen to yeah, that, it's a, that corny Mike and mechanic song and sing along. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of songs we like or don't like, I don't particularly like this song, Yeah, but I, I think it, it fits the moment well and obviously fits the period. Yeah. But yeah, it and it's but yeah, it's uh, it is corny, but it's such a. It's like she can breathe, and the audience can breathe because the Johnny Greenwood music is so, you know, there's a lot of tension in it and claustrophobia. Yeah. Yes, yeah, it's yeah, it's very well done. He's um, a um, uh, Pablo Lorraine, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's very good with music. He doesn't tend to use a lot of pop music, but I think. Uh, the, the music in his movies is very good. Uh, you, I, your list last year had a yeah, song from Emma, Emma, Emma whatever. Um, uh, something I was going to say about well, <laughs> I'll never be able to extricate Mike the Mechanics anymore from the joke on the British Office that Mike the Mechanics are Gareth's favorite band of all time, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Tim is like more just nonplussed by that than like yeah. it was like. <laughs> like of in all the history of music uh i might toss in another honorable mention here another like someone singing along in the car to a song mm-hmm. but i don't know do you have this song from the lost daughter did you see the lost daughter no i haven't seen it yet oh well um olivia coleman who's in, in her own way a very not like at ease in the world type of person a moment of freedom when she's driving around her rental car in, in, in Greece and singing along to people like us by the talking heads, the, mm. the song from David Burns, true stories. Um, a song yeah. I have loved for many, many years. A uh, better, better movie than soundtrack. I would say it's got some good songs on it. Yeah. Um, Speaking of, uh, talking heads, it's not on my list or my honorable mentions, but did, did you see the, the most recent Spider-Man film? No. Oh, okay. Well, Ezimbra, the really, pro- yes, is is has a very prominent placement on the soundtrack. Wow. Yeah, That's a it great was kind song. of it was kind yeah. of cool. I mean, you know, a big budget. I don't know, like 
is it the number one movie money maker in history yet? I mean, <laughs> yeah, it might be. It is, but yeah, uh, yeah. I was a, as a needle drop. I didn't love it, but I was impressed. They put they put it in there. I guess. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a great song. And I think did you see American Utopia? And this is going back to 2020. We're allowed to talk about 2020 films a little bit. Did you see David Bird's American Utopia? Oh the, uh, yeah 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 I did yeah because he does he's Zimbra in that too, right? Am I wrong um i don't know i don't i don't think so you maybe I, then again i wouldn't i wouldn't i can't i wouldn't speak with authority on it. it's also he possible that back when i saw american utopia i oh, also like rewatched stop making sense uh, right yeah. after <laughs> and i know it's in these it's in stop making sense so i'm probably just like conflating yeah uh, that uh all right am i up next um yeah, I think you're up next. My number number four. Uh, all right. Well, this is a deep cut of a movie. This is a um, a sports documentary about a uh, Japanese women's uh, volleyball team. And the movie is called "The Witches of the Orient," uh, and it's directed by uh, directed by a documentarian named Julian Furrow, who tends to make these like what you would call like artsy sports documentaries. He made the uh, John McEnroe. Uh, documentary a few years ago called um, what's it called uh, in the in the something of perfection in the realm of perfection something like that and that he like entirely soundtracked that movie with sonic youth music um, oh. the witches of the orient has a few montages in it that are like practically music videos they're like full songs um, and a couple of them are actually set or like one of them basically uh, Jason Little from Granddaddy wrote original songs for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not picking one of those. Um, what I'm picking is the, 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 the montage that like illustrates how rigorous this volleyball team's practice regimen was, isn't an entire a, a montage set to the entirety of the song machine gun by Portishead. Oh which, shit. Yeah. That's, one of, that's like a, I don't I couldn't put a number on it, but that's one of my favorite songs. Period. Really? Yeah. Um, and that's I love all, that that's entire all, that entire album is three or whatever it's called. Yeah. Or third? Is it called third? I never forget. I mean, the um, cover is just a three. Yeah. Okay. But um, here's I never how remember rather. Yeah. Here's how old I am that I think of that third. as it is third. Okay. I think of that as like, oh, that's the new Portishead. But more <laughs> time has passed since third came out than had passed between like yeah. dummy and third. Yeah, which is a bummer. Yeah, 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 but yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, um, well, I'm glad you like that song. It's a great moment. You should check out the Witches of the Orient. Yeah did i did I interrupt you? What is the montage? Did you summarize the montage? Yeah, it's it's their their rigorous practice. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. practice yeah yeah so you're just okay. seeing like I, uh, the, yeah so they this um, makes me want to see the movie That's yeah you're seeing footage exciting. from the practice but also the title which is from the orient comes from the like the this japanese women's volleyball team was so popular that there became like an anime series about them so he's like cutting fa- practice footage and uh, and stuff along with like scenes from the anime series and it's all set to machine gun <laughs> Uh, it's super cool. Fantastic. All right, yeah, love it. Love yeah, it. Uh, number four for you. Um. Okay, I'm gonna do this. 
Um, and feel free to disqualify <laughs> if you want. I'm going to pick from the Velvet Underground. Okay. The song Venus and Furs by the Velvet Underground. So basically the movie starts, there's a bit of a montage. Uh, I know you saw the movie, but yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how to explain it, but yeah, there's a bit of a montage and like, uh, of what, like pop cultural things and historical things and some music. I'm not, yeah, I'm not summarizing it well, but you know, it's a lead up. And then the, the title drop, uh, you know, you get that viola, the Venus and Furs viola starts up and the title drops. And it's one of the, I don't know, it just made me so happy. And it was, it's a great, uh, great deployment of the song. And um, it was great to see. And um, I just love the way he used it. Yeah. I, I, it's a I, great I would, documentary. It is a great documentary. I, I would argue that that's um, not, I would not argue against you uh, picking that. that specifically because. Uh, and people who listen when I talked about the Velvet Underground um, movie on the movie journal will hear me. I'll be repeating myself here. But most documentaries about musical artists and musicians, I often feel like this doesn't bring anything to me I, that just listening should. to the music. Right. Would. Why watch the movie when I can <laughs> yeah. listen to the records? Whereas the, Todd Haynes' Velvet Underground, like it feels like the velvet underground at the times that it's that, that, that it's, that it's detailing it, it. It actually, it is experiential. It's not just illustrating the Wikipedia page, you know, it, yeah. it, uh, it, it feels like the velvet underground. And, uh, totally. uh, so I would say that that's a really good use of the song as I would say almost pretty much every song he uses in the movie is, uh, yeah, is yeah, well used. I mean, yeah, totally agree. All right. Well, we're on to my number five. And this is a, a a movie that kind of like it's not like the souvenir and liquor's pizza like uh, announced themselves and last night in Zoho is like having a lot of needle drops, but kind of low key a movie with a ton of good needle drops in it is the worst person in the world. This is on my list. Okay, I wonder if it's you also have my, the same. My next... Yeah, go go. Okay, for it. did you pick the Todd Rundgren song? It was uh, my honorable mention. Okay, so it's uh, Healing Part One, and. Um, it's the uh she's gone to a sort of lake house to visit the family of the guy she's dating is that what it is or is it yeah, her, her friends yeah family friend whatever and like the night before there was like they'd had a fun party but then like the couple who owned the place and it sort of devolves into like a drunken argument and they've gone to bed and like heard this mm-hmm. argument. It was like clearly a big night of a long range of emotions. And then the next morning she's like outside by the dock, like enjoying a cup of coffee and just looking at people. And it's a, it's a peaceful reflective moment um, after a bittersweet night set to healing part one by Todd Rundgren. Yeah, that, yeah. Love it. It was on my, it's on my honorable mentions for sure. No, mine, um, my number five is also the worst person in the world. Okay. And it is the, the song is, let me make sure you got the title, right? Okay. Uh, back to Dungaree High. Yes. By Turbo Negro. Yes. RIP. Um, uh, no, I'm forgetting his name. The 
guy from Trevor Nagel who passed away. Yeah. This past year. I also don't know his name. Apologies. Condolences to his family. Yeah. Um, I'll look it up on you. Yeah, please do. Um, yeah. So, uh, briefly, um, basically said boyfriend is he gets sick later in the movie. She goes to visit him in the hospital and we see, uh, first we see him listening to head. He's got headphones on and he's air drumming, but then, uh, it goes, it kind of shifts to his perspective and you hear the music. He's tapping his, tapping his uh, foot and he's, he's, He's going for he's air drumming like a champ. And like the ca- the camera is like it's really cool. Uh the camera kind of follows him as he's like hitting the symbols. Um yeah. if you remember that. And yeah, it's just a really it's you know a short sequence, but it's really cool. And I liked I don't know, if you can convincingly like people engage with music in all kinds of ways, but if you can convincingly like put that across in a movie like in that which that moment really does yeah um uh it's just wonderful and that's um yeah i mean the guy's sick and that's kind of a he's finding joy where he can basically yeah yeah um and it's and it's cool to hear hear turbo negro in a movie yeah well like it's a norwegian movie and they're a norwegian band so right. maybe the it might it, that Maybe might be a much better there. known song uh, there. Uh, Hank Von Hell was his name. He died in November of just this past November. He had oh, just yeah. passed away. Um, did you, were you, as a drummer, did you feel a particular uh, connection <laughs> to that scene? Is that yes, I love, why it yep. stuck out to you? Yeah. Uh, the only, uh, the other song from Worst Person in the World, and I don't know, I'm always on the fence about whether to include a song that plays over the end credits because that feels a little too obvious a moment for a needle drop but the um waters of march by art garfunkel starts right. during the final sequence and then continues into the end credits and it's a <laughs> yeah uh, i've never been a big art garfunkel guy but i liked and i i liked that song i've listened I've gone and listened to that song now more because i liked it in the movie and uh, uh so i guess that's a good view yeah that's a good one too and um not really on my list but there's a nice um there's this guy Otto A. Totland who does just like piano pieces, and and one of his, one of his is in there, and that's a nice uh, deployment too. So yeah, another movie with a lot of green needle drops. Uh, well, that's it. We did our five, I guess. I guess we did our five, and I managed to cover most of my honorable mentions. I do have um, two more, but uh, I'll start with one. I'm going to save the other one in case it's one of yours because you and I actually talked about it. So I'll start with um, uh, Here Comes the Rain Again by Eurythmics uh, in House of Gucci. The the first wow. time that Maurizio and Patrizia visit New York when it's like all happy and they're... Um, they're, they're, they're having fun and, and Al Pacino's character is kind of like wooing them, showing them the glamorous side of being a, a, a Gucci. And then they have that kind of funny slash sexy scene where he like, she's taking a bath and he like in his full suit, like starts making out with her and then just like falls into the bathtub with her. And it's all set to, uh, uh here comes the rain again by, uh, Eurythmics. Good song. Uh, did you see house of Gucci? <clears throat> I did not see couch okay. house of Gucci. No, I, I'm, I'm a defender. I? That I, I, like I said, I'm a defender. 
But, okay. Uh, <laughs> if you're going to see a Ridley Scott movie from 2021, the last two will see. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I like them both. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Wild that he, that he got two movies out in a year. Yeah. Yeah. What is he? Woody Allen? <laughs> Woody Allen also has had a movie come out. Just had a movie come out, but good luck finding, I guess, yeah. in theaters in America. I heard something about something related to NFTs in that movie. And I was like, Nope. I did not hear about that part of it. No. Yeah. It was like an NFT film festival or something. And the movie is about a film festival. Is yeah. The movie is about a film festival. I yeah. think from what I understand, it's like, you know, a lot of these artists get, you know, quote unquote canceled. And then they make art about getting canceled. That's like defensive um, and shitty. You know, yeah, like sure. like Louis C.K.'s comedy post his cancellation, <laughs> right? Um, so that, that's my understanding of what Rifkin's festival is. is it's kind of like Woody Allen, Woody Allen's anger at the like sort of film community for ostracizing him. I don't know if that's true. Wow. That's uh, um, you know what? I'm I'm never going to see this. So. <laughs> uh, what honorable mentions do you want to? I, actually, I mean, out. I actually have a bunch that I could mention. Um, okay, well, then I'll, I'll just mention one more that's probably on your list, and then I'll toss it, it to you for that. Is it? It's uh, strange, by, strange by Wire. Oh, from, no. Come on, come on. Well, you and I, because uh, Wire are also in Souvenir Part Wire 2. Wire are that... also in the Souvenir, yeah. Yeah, Souvenir Part 2, the song Pink Flag, and then, yeah, the song Strange, uh, both from the album Pink Flag. Um, uh, which is also, it's a nice... Um, I, I, I like... You know, like like I talked about with Peril Mothers, when one song is like a transition from two different things. So like mm-hmm. Strange starts like after yes, Walking Phoenix and the Kid have had like and like sort of opening up heart to heart or whatever, yeah. and then they're like walking on the street, and then they're like in his apartment wrestling and like mm-hmm. having fun and just being goofy, and it the song continues. It's a nice yeah. use of the that song. All right, so now you just uh, the the field is yours. All right. Uh, let, yeah, let's do. Let's try to do this quick. Um, oh yeah, you mentioned to to Tan. Um, really should have mentioned. Um, she's not there by the zombies. Oh yeah, that's a very good scene. That's when they kind of the uh, the firefighter is is sort of dancing with our main character, and then it turns into a turns into a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I won't get into. It. Um, what else? This one kind of breaks my rules, but I, I like it anyway. Um, did you see the Suicide Squad? I did not. Okay. So, um, do you know the song, the, uh, people who died by the Jim Carroll band? Of course. From, uh, the basketball diaries is the yeah. song that I always think of. That's the movie I associate with that song. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he uses that song and it's like, it's very, I don't know if the, I don't know if glib is the right word, but it's basically a montage of like people who died in the movie. It's right at the beginning, but I, oh. I don't know. It, it comes across for whatever reason. And I liked it. Um, and, and, and it breaks my rules only in the, because I don't know for multiple reasons, but one <laughs> of them is that that's like a personal song for him about real people. And then he's using it to talk about fake superheroes or whatever, but I don't know. Sometimes you break the rules and it works. So, and so, yeah, sometimes the song just, I remember when 
when Natalie and I were like picking the songs for our uh, wedding for different like moments of our wedding, we were like, stop. We were like, we had to stop ourselves from getting to like, Oh, but is this song actually? Cause like the, um, speaking of the Velvet Underground, the song that she and I walked back after you're married and you walk back up the aisle, like the first song, whatever mm-hmm. was um, pale blue eyes, mm-hmm. which is like a song about like an affair, <laughs> you know? And it felt, <laughs> Oh, like, were, it felt weird to be like, this is our, like, we're celebrating being wed. Do we want yeah. to do it to a song about an affair? It's but just such a nice song. It's a nice, pretty song. Yeah. 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 Don't overthink it too much. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, sorry. Where was I? Oh, um, no, I mentioned, I mentioned it. Uh, I was talking over you a little, I think, but Hannah Montana and Zola which I get, might be a 2020 movie by your standards. It definitely is. Cause I saw it you saw in it January 2020. of 2020 oh, at Sundays. Wow. No shit. So yeah, I saw it over two years ago. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's just a fun, that's just fun. They're just in the car singing along. Uh, Nicholas Braun has his phone out and is, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a good chance that if I considered that a 2021 movie, it would have, that would have made my made list. list yeah. yeah. Um, the night house. Um, I just like the song, but the the Calvary Cross is by Richard and Lin- Linda Thompson. Is is I think they play it four or five times at different points in that movie. Uh, it was clearly like, um, you know, the, the movie's about a couple and the husband has shot himself and uh, the wife is grieving. Clearly, it was a song of theirs or was important to them. And that's a song that like comes on late at night. Okay. So yeah, another movie, not to keep bragging, another movie I saw at Sundance in 2020. 2020. So it's it's been a long time since I saw the night. But I I liked it. Yeah. I think pretty, pretty effectively used. Um, And then not a needle drop at, at all, but I'm, I want to mention it anyway, because it's just so fucking great. Um, The first song in a net. So Amy, so may we start. Um, yeah. by Sparks and the cast. Yeah. Um, yeah, the whole opening. Yeah, it's just great. Yeah, that is a great, great part. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to actually ask you um, how you feel about songs written for movies. I guess in a musical, it's a different thing, but like, so there's a movie that's coming out. Um, well, yeah. Oh, go I'm going to put a, no. I'll come back. Go ahead. So there's I, I a, a there's a movie that's coming out in a few couple weeks uh, called After Yang, and um, Mitski wrote an original song for the movie, and within uh, the, within the body of the movie itself, you only hear the song for like five seconds, but it's a very important five seconds, and then the song plays over the end credits. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like for when when a song is like written for a movie yeah commissioned yeah uh, uh that, that that's part of the reason i didn't want to pick one of the jason little songs from which is the orient also because the portishead song is the best part of the movie but like it didn't seem right to me do, do you uh is that one of your rules too it is one of my rules I, I, it came up for me last year because i was looking at on the rocks there's a phoenix song but i i think it's only it's unreleased except yeah. in that movie or on that so- soundtrack um, because, you know, they're, they're the singer is married to Sophia Coppola. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I kind of have to 
it's ba- uh, yeah i kind of consider it score in a way even if it's yeah, a song. That makes sense. yeah yeah but yeah uh when I, you, you put a pin in something what did you put a pin in no that was i was just gonna, oh, that was just it. Okay. mentioning yeah the, on the rocks yeah. yeah i thought about it last year when thinking about on the rocks did you see the movie that um what's uh what's her name eleanor coppola so sophia's mom uh made a movie a couple years ago yeah a couple years ago called like two days to paris or something it's about like a woman and her husband's friend driving from Cannes to paris and they like have a sort of will they won't they type of thing anyway there's a part when she's like in the car and she's like listen to the song my daughter told me about and it's a phoenix song (laughs) (laughs) and it's like two like olds like trying to be like yeah, I think I get why this is good or whatever. <laughs> That's a very cute movie. Great. Uh, any, any more honorable mentions? Uh, let me do one last check. Um, no, you covered. Yeah, I think I think we covered everything. Um, we should have kept a. I, I think we mentioned a good. This is this goes back to what I talked about. I think we mentioned a good. 25 songs or something over yeah between the picks and the honorable mentions and everything else yeah you know i'm, I'm glad i said this for last completely forgot that i wanted to mention this um the um uh who's the name oh, no, i'm forgetting the name of the director the hold on i'm gonna look it up uh, so i don't sound like too much of an idiot the um Sion sono nicholas cage vehicle prisoners of the ghost land when okay. I, when I saw it through Sundance Virtual, you know, twenty twenty one, it had a samurai sword fight set to uh, "Time in a Bottle" by Jim Croce. Okay, and that was removed. Oh, that was only in the yeah. festival version. It was removed. Uh, it was not in the. Do you know what the, it like, ended up with? I don't know. I didn't. I, I didn't see it. I don't know for sure why they removed it. I've heard a lot of people say that. I guess there were. I. I'm like too cool for school when it comes to some superhero things i guess there was like an x-men movie a few years ago that had a very memorable scene oh yes to time in a bottle yes i remember uh, this i've heard speculation that there was like that's maybe why they removed it it's like this song is too because the samurai fight is like also in slow motion a little bit so oh yeah it felt a little too like uh samey i guess is this yeah i mean you can go on youtube but yeah it's like you know the quicksilver yeah. The really fast guy. Yeah. So yeah, he's, he's, I think he's listening to that song. Okay. Somehow even, I don't know. It doesn't really logically Does that make doesn't, sense. Yeah. But, but this is the, um, Evan Peters Quicksilver, not the correct. Aaron, Aaron Johnson. That's yes, that's yeah. correct. All right. Well, I think we did it. Yeah. Um, music's back. Yeah. Music's Keep it back. up. Keep it up everyone. Let's yeah. do it again next year. We will do it again next year. And we've got a bunch of uh, Tyler and I have a bunch more like uh, best of 2021 episodes. What's next uh, coming up? Tease it. Well, next week um, we'll be doing a profile because it's a, oh. because of the number Another of the 10. episode. Yeah. Uh, but then uh, after that, we'll be doing our, uh, so in two weeks, Tyler and I will be doing our, uh, what we call best individual achievements. We pick our own sort of best actor and actress and director and those sort of like awards categories, but like with an eye towards things that aren't 
aren't in the conversation. The, the underseen or the yes. neglected. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Uh, overlooked um, yeah. individual achievements. So we're doing that in in, in two weeks. Uh, until then, you can find us at battleshipretention.com. You can probably find reviews of a bunch of the movies that we talked about today at battleshipretention.com. You can email us at david at battleshipretention.com or tyler at battleshipretension.com. You can follow me, David, on Twitter at davypretension. Also, please make sure to check out my other podcast. It's called The One Where I Met Your Mother. And it's a podcast in which my wife and I uh, watch an episode of Friends, an episode of How I Met Your Mother, uh, and recap, compare, contrast, uh, read straight out of the Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer, and plenty of other uh, running jokes that we've uh, come up with over the t- over the time. This this week uh, was a a big one. It was the Friends episode. It was season two, episode thirteen of Bulls. So it was uh, the Friends episode. Was the one after the Super Bowl part two which is the one that stars Julia Roberts and Jean-Claude Van Damme as Jean-Claude Van Damme. Uh, and the How I Met Your Mother episode is called Columns. Uh, and it's um, the return of uh, Brian Cranston's character as uh, Ted's uh, dickhead boss right. uh, at, at work. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a fun week. Check that out. Um, the one where I met your mother. And uh, Sean, where can people find you and where can people find Spectre Exits? Find me nowhere, but <laughs> Spectre Exits is on Bandcamp and, and all the streaming services. It's S-P-E-C-T-E-R, even right. though R-E is the, is the superior spelling. We, we are American. We had to go with the E-R. Yeah. Uh, exits, E-X-I-T-S. And uh, we're recording more uh, in, in like three weeks. So oh, that's exciting. We'll have new music out. You'll have new stuff to plug when you're on the, a year from now to talk about the best needle drops of 2022. Hopefully. All right. Um, well, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Thank you at home for listening and we'll catch you next time. Bye. I wish we had to stop the recording. No, 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 no. <laughs> I literally don't know. How do I? There we go. This program is a proud member of the Battleship Pretension Fleet. 